Hello, and welcome to the Speak and Encourage in Words SEW podcast. My name is Cynthia B. Jackson, and I am the founder of Speak and Encourage in Words. Speak and Encourage in Words focuses on sowing God's words in the hearts of men and women so that we can live it out in our lives. My passion is always to, is to live beyond my expectations so that we can pursue our divine assignments. Listen, I am coming here to talk today on this podcast about the culture. You know, our culture is something else. If you haven't watched the news, uh, you need to turn on the TV, but not too long, right? So our culture is very, 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 very interesting these days. I often um, don't look at the news a lot lately because of what I see is very, very disheartening. Uh, I see laws being established that goes against the word of God. I see people not walking with integrity and character, and it's just very disheartening. And so as I was thinking about this podcast and, and doing my blog for the month of January, I just started to write and I started to write about the culture. And, um, I thought about like, we all have these opportunities where we are coming. Well, we may have a situation as believers, right? And we stand on the word of God. And then someone that is a part of the culture does not stand on the word of the God, uh, word of God. And they challenge us because they don't think they think that we're dated basically. Right. Uh, and they think, oh, because there's a law passed about this one issue that it has to be right. Um, but I'm often reminded, um, to myself and through the word of God, that it does not matter what, what the, the culture says, the word of God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore, and it will not change. Right. And so when I was thinking about, um, the culture, I thought, um, I thought about just some of the people that I've watched on news. I'm not going to name names because this is not that type of podcast, but I just think about all of the, all of the flip flopping that goes on one day. You believe in this, the next day you don't believe in this or, you know, and even by believers. Right. And I thought about it and I, and I began to say, um, you know, there would come a time when we must decide who we will worship. That was, that was the question is my worship to God or to the culture around me. That's simple as that. And so when I was thinking about that, I, I thought about in first Kings chapter 18, verse 21, you guys know the famous, famous Elijah showdown with the Baal prophets, right? Um, if you don't know, I encourage you to go read first Kings chapter 18. Um, and for the sake of time, I won't go deep into it, but at that time, Elijah, the children of Israel had uh, went away with the culture. Uh, there was a King in in on the throne, um, and his wife, we all know the famous, you know, Jezebel and Ahab, and they had seduced the people to serve Baal. And so Elijah comes on the scene and he gathers all of the Baal's prophets together and he, he sets up these altars and he asked them the question, you know, he said, okay, we're going to set up these altars. Now I'm paraphrasing. So the biblical scholars don't come after me on this podcast. But he said, we're going to set up these altars and the God that answers by fire, that's the God you will serve. And he's, he's, and so he, he says to the children of Israel, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. What I really love about this scripture is even though the children of Israel 
had already made a decision of who they were going to worship. They were going to the high places. God in his graciousness and his love and his compassion still gave them the opportunity to expose who it was. Gave them, God gave them the opportunity to ponder on what they were doing. He gave them a preview of who they were serving. And he gave them the opportunity to really see with their own eyes, this is who you have decided to serve. Elijah was asking this question because even though God's people knew him, they were divided in their worship. They knew him. He delivered them repeatedly, but their acts of worship were directed towards Baal. And that God that they had put all of their affection and attention and going up to the high places and doing all of this and had forego Jehovah could not even respond to the worship of even the prophets. In 1 Kings chapter 18, the prophets go for hours, the prophets of Baal, nothing, nothing is said by the God of Baal, nothing. And so Elijah gave all of the children of Israel a front row seat to see how the God that they had chosen to worship did not provide them with anything but silence. And this is what I want to say today that anything that we serve outside and worship outside of God will never have an answer for us. We'll never have an answer for us. If we were in that crowd on the day that the Baal prophets were earnestly seeking the responses from, from him, I think our thoughts would have been like, come on, Baal. Now we have went to the high places and we have worshiped you. Everybody around us said that you were the God to worship. Surely you need to respond soon. I mean, these are your prophets, Baal. Please respond to them. But he never responded because he wasn't real. And if you are in this culture right now and you are worshiping something because it's popular, I want you to know right now that it will never respond. It will never respond to who God has called you to be. Just because a culture popularizes an agenda or a fad, it does not mean that we forego the commandments and the precepts of God to follow them. The culture does not provide us with the answers God has for us. The culture around us would never give us God's peace. The peace he offers to help us get through trials and tribulations we will face on this earth. The culture would never give us God's supernatural provision that sustains us in times of lack. The culture will never provide abundant life, true life here on earth and everlasting life with the Father once we leave this earth. The culture will never give us what we need to sustain us. The culture will only advocate for its agenda. It will never speak to your purpose. It will only validate what it needs from you. And that's usually to destroy your identity and your purpose in Christ. It will never validate who you are in Christ. So why should we bow down to something that will never speak to our destiny 
never speak to our purpose, never speak to the things that God has called us to do. We'll only speak to its own agenda. What I love about God is he always tells us who we serve, right? He tells us everything about who we serve to include in himself. And in Psalm 135 verses 15 and 18, he talks about these idols of nations. And it says the idols of the nations are silver and gold, the works of men's hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. Eyes they have, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear, nor is there any breath in their mouth. Those who make them are like them, and so is everyone who trusts in them. So I want you to know that if you make a decision to bow down to the culture, you will become just like the culture. You will not be the salt of the earth. You will not make a difference. And listen, we can't straddle the fence. I know you may think, oh, God understands, you know, everybody's doing it, God, so it must be right. No, God said, I want you to be holy. God says he wants us to be holy as he is holy. Doesn't mean that we're perfect, but it means that our heart, our heart and our affection is towards him. And when we make a mistake, we go back to him. There's a scripture in the uh, book, Luke chapter one, it says times of refreshing comes from being in the presence of the Lord. Being in the presence of the Lord is safety. And so when we're in his presence and we are focused on him, we don't have to be seduced by the culture around him. We are daily refreshed by him. We get new eyesight. We don't have to walk around with blind, uh, blinded and can't hear and can't talk because we made a decision to bow down to the culture. Remember, the culture will never speak to you regarding your purpose. It will only speak to you regarding its own agenda. It will only validate you uh, uh, according to the works of what they want you to do. The culture wants you to do. The culture will never provide you with the answer God has for you. It will never. So I want you to remember this. As you go about your day, thinking about situations around you, thinking about the laws that are being passed, thinking about the popular, uh, popular things that are going on, the fads that are going on. I want to remind you who you are. You are a child of God. You were created in his image, not the image of the culture. And he's going to respond to his image. And so when you interact with people in this culture, I want you to understand who you serve. You serve the God that can protect you against slander, against being canceled, against uh, being woke, like they said. He can protect you against all of that. Do not compromise just because you want to fit in with the culture. You know the word of God. You know what the word of God says. And the word of God is powerful. The word of God is just not mere words. It is powerful. The decrees of God, when we declare it out of our mouth, out of the breath that God has given us to breathe, is powerful. Yes, you may feel a little bit 
tight. May, yes, they may come against you. May You may feel pressed. You may feel perplexed, but I want you to know God will see you through that situation. Don't bow down to the culture. The culture will never speak to your purpose. I keep saying that because I want you to know that. The culture does not provide us with the answer God has for us. So the next time you're tempted to serve and worship the culture around you because it's popular, I want you to think about Psalm 135 and uh, verses 15 through 18. They have mouths, but they do not speak. They will never speak to your purpose. They have eyes, but they do not see. They will never see who you are in Christ. They have ears, but they do not hear. They will never hear the voice of your true cry from your heart when you're in the place of despair, will never hear it. Nor is there any breath in their mouth. They cannot give you anything. They cannot give you life. And those who make them are like them. Those that you come alongside with because of, 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 of the popularity, you will become like them. And so is everyone who trusts them. You will become not impactful, not influenceable. You will not be the salt of the earth. The culture will only validate who you are in their culture, not who you are in Christ. So I want to encourage you today to make a decision to worship Jehovah, the God of life. We are created in the image of God and God responds to his image, not the image of our culture that is constantly changing. God wants your total affection and dedication because he's all that and a bag of chips, like the kids say. He wants all of you. And the culture only wants to validate who you are in the culture, which is not purpose. So I am going to end this podcast. I pray that it's been a blessing to you. I pray that you are reminded of who you are in Christ. I pray that you will step out on faith in the things that God has called you to do. I pray that you will not withhold back anything in 2023. I pray that you will get the courage you need from the Holy Spirit to speak, do, and say, and be all that God has called you to be. My name is Cynthia B. Jackson, and I want you to know that you can live beyond your expectations so that you can pursue your divine assignment. Listen, if you want to learn more about me, go to my website, CynthiaBJackson.com. I have a lot of resources there. My prayer is that you know that you are loved by God and that God has a plan for your life and he wants you to pursue it and he wants you to be in him until he sees you and you see him again. God bless you and have a wonderful day.